Break a Chord, Music Chit Chat with your host, Valentino Kikowski. Welcome to the very first episode of Strike a Chord. My name is Valentino Kikowski and on this podcast we have a very good friend of mine, Latin style guitarist and all-round good guy, Chris Gogoli. Chris Gogoli is one of the original members of the Savoy Latin Trio and Quartet here in Melbourne, Australia. And on this podcast, we're going to talk about his background, how he became a guitarist and how he became part of the Savoy Latin Trio and Quartet. Also, a big shout out and thank you to Yesteryear Revival, the production team, Cake Eclipse as well, for their support on this podcast. And if you like what you hear and what you see, remember to hit the thumbs up and subscribe. Enjoy. Welcome to Strike a Chord podcast, videocast, episode number one, the very, very first. And I um, want to welcome my very good friend today, Chris Gogoli, an awesome guitarist. Thank and you, um, Yeah, we've been, we've known each other, what, for over 20 years now? Be over, well over 20 yeah, years, yeah. yeah. Um, one, of the, one, of the, one of the founding members of the Savoir Latin group, yeah, which well. um, I was involved in for, for many years. Um, yeah, welcome, Chris. Yeah, thank you, Val. Yeah, yeah, very so, nice of you. Yeah, good to have you. Um, <laughs> so just, I, th- I thought I'll get you on and just have a bit of a chat about, you know, what we've done in the past and yeah. what your thoughts are around, you know, being a musician these days and, and how he was back in the day mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. projects that we've done together and everything like that. So um, I suppose just a bit of a, you know, mm-hmm. bit of a background on yourself, Chris, you know, you, you're, you're a Latin style guitarist, but you also play a few other things as well, yeah, a few other I've styles. Yeah, I've been in Latin for the last 20 years or so and... But previous to that, and during that too, I've done lots of different styles. Like, um, I started playing late in life. I didn't start early. I didn't. Mm. I picked the guitar up in me when I was about 14, 15 years of age. But I had two brothers that played guitar all the time, and um, and a brother-in-law that played and sung. Um, not that they actually influenced me, but they had an indirect influence on me. Mm. They never sort of showed me anything. But one day, I sort of got interested and. And my brother-in-law got me going on with the guitar, and I, as soon as I managed to play two chords and change between those two chords, I was hooked. <laughs> so the, um, it's always uh, well, not always, but uh, most commonly it's a family member that puts you on. It's the same thing yeah, yeah, with right. me well, as well. So you started really young. Yeah, didn't you, I started actually? really young, and yeah. it was my dad that put me onto that the influence, sort of yeah. journey. But it's you know, it's um, it's, it's I think it's a common thing when I speak to a lot of musicians. Uh, it's either a, a very close friend or. Yeah. Or, or a family member, or something yeah. that, you know, someone has an instrument somewhere and think, oh, well, yeah, up, with the guitar know. around the house all the time, and that got me into it. And then, um, then I mucked around for quite a few years doing all whatever I could pick up, and I pretty much just learnt by ear. Just anybody that could play guitar that played a nice tune, if they had time, was oh, how did you play that? <laughs> and I yeah, sort of as you learn did. off direct, you know, one on one, and and then over the years I built up tunes and stuff, and then I. Um, uh, one evening, actually, I had a, a jam with a few friends and this new guy came along and he actually played some classical guitar. Hmm. Um, and I was so taken back by what he was doing because he was playing a bass line and backing line and melody line all in one. And um, he sort of, when I heard him play it, it just took me back and I, and, um, and I picked his brains later on saying, how do you do all that, you know? How, and he recommended some books, some classical okay. uh, Frederick Node, actually. Oh, Frederick Node. I, I studied yeah. Frederick Node oh, for a did bit. You? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I went for those two books. Uh, there was book one and book two, and it taught, taught you everything on, on classical, how yep. to play classical. I'd never done classical before, but I just got interested in it and spent 
oh, probably about five, six to ten years doing the classical type stuff. Um, but during that, and learnt to read and, and play and went through the whole book, both books, and my own pace. I didn't rush, you know. But during that period too, I was still, my brother-in-law played country western okay. uh, music. Um, and he was gigging. Um, and once he could was see it, like here a Here in Melbourne? Yeah, in Melbourne, yeah. Yep. We used to gig down in the Forester's Arms in Oakley. Okay. Uh, which I don't think it exists anymore, but... Uh, a while ago. Uh, in those days, you do four-hour gigs. <laughs> I know, I know bucks. about that. <laughs> 40 to four 40 minute sets yeah but he got me playing country um not that i knew how to play country and he said to me chris if you want to play country you got to do two things don't play because i was just doing single notes over him yeah. he said don't play when i'm singing <laughs> and bend your notes <laughs> that was his advice to me <laughs> uh, good advice don't play when i sing i've, I've, I've had yeah. that too don't well, worry. i managed to work it between that anyway yeah, yeah and yeah. i've played of coal for years so between all my little different projects going the classical sort of fizzled out after a while i mean i took the classical to um to europe um met that's a right. irishman to, yeah you went to europe and spent a fair, uh, yeah. oh, three years there actually close on three years or two years sorry yeah or three years of a couple of times but um i met a mad irishman that was well into the classical turn we used to do duets all the time which was whereabouts nice. was it in europe um that was in belgium oh, in belgium a little that's town right. called that's bruges right. beautiful that's right beautiful town it's like a mini amsterdam mm. little canals and all cobblestone roads and everything and where did you play how did you start well we actually busked with busking we did busking this is back in the 80 82 83 i think it was 84 somewhere around there the 80s yeah a long time ago i've been around (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure you have (laughs) yeah um but it was quite good we i mean when i met up with him again because i met up with him in, in england and then we we played a bit in the wine bars and stuff in London, around um, struggling to survive as usual. But then mm-hmm. I came back to Australia. He nicked off to, to Belgium and he kept in contact saying, Chris, Chris, come on over, come on over, come on over, make some good money busking. So he swayed me to doing it. So we actually ended up and met in the Greek Isles, spent about six weeks rehearsing in the Greek Isles. At the oh, start it's of a nice just place be, to rehearse. Well, you met a zither player there that didn't know how to tune a zither. Yeah. <laughs> so I learned how to tune it for her. There you go. <laughs> But we got the repertoire together and then we did busking for about three or four months um, in Bruges. Um, um, that would have been a really good experience. That was fun. Actually. We made about, back then it was about $100 a day each, which was Jeez. pretty good money. Uh, That's good. Um, working three shifts, you do the morning session, lunch session and the evening session, two hours per session, and that seven was the, days um, a week. That was the time before the CDs, right? Before you sold CDs and stuff like that, I think. Ah, yeah. So you're relying, relying on actual... Yeah, money, physical money to be well, thrown yeah. into the case, right? Yeah, true. I'm going yeah. way back. But yeah, that sort of classical stuff, I came back to Australia after a while and um, and kept the classical going. But what I decided was I was going to convert anything because I played a bit of rock, a bit of uh, the country, a um, little bit of jazzy type stuff. Amongst doing the classical and the country western, I sort of switched around a bit. But I decided to, to develop my style just using the fingers for any style. Um, so I went off the pick and everything. I don't, never used a pick since. Mm. Well, sometimes, not very rarely. But um, And during that period, uh, another friend of mine had a rock band going called Pep Talk. Okay. Um, half original and half covers and stuff, doing divinals and, and some Barnsley stuff and whatever, and Led Zeppelin and the whole lot. Um, and he said to me, Chris, come and, come and join the band. 
But I didn't have any gear. <laughs> so he, Larry, he was. He provided me with an electric guitar, a nice Gibson 335. It was oh, nice. beautiful. Um, an amplifier, a Fender 100 Water um, twin, reverse. Ah, uh, twin, yeah. Um, then another friend of mine, Chris Curtis, provided me with some foot pedals and stuff. And then I was playing, I've never played with a four piece band with bass and drums. So it was a learning curve yeah. for me, actually. All of a sudden, having bass and drums and guitars. It always just, always just been guitars and singing, you know, yep. duos, trios, or pretty much duos, but, you know. And there you are gigging live on four-piece and... Yeah, well, that was fun, actually. You know, it yeah. got me into doing the rock. It was a bit of a change. But, yep. but and then I ventured around and... Um, um, you did a dance band at one stage, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the rock sort of... Larry took off um, to Western Australia and um, so... I. And the band pretty much, I, I decided, I don't know, I just decided to change and I auditioned for a dance band and got in and then I started playing dance music for about 10 years and doing Michael Jackson, Madonna type stuff yep. um, with a five-piece band. We had a, uh, two brothers that played bass and drums that were really good, Paul and Phil Gordian, brilliant players. Yep. They're still playing, well, Phil's still playing around nowadays. You'll catch him on YouTube. Um, Excellent drummer, mm. superb. Um, and we always had a uh, really good um, female vocalist and really good male vocalist um, and me on guitar. And we used backing tracks for keys and, and horns okay, and stuff. Okay, that's right. How'd you, um, find, how'd you find that? It's very – you've got to be on the ball. Yeah. The drummer had the, had the click track in his yeah, ears yeah. all the time. Occasionally, not we'd go room, out of sync. Not much room for movement, though. No, no. It's, but you're doing the dance music and people yeah. love it. You know, that, we, within two, three songs, we have the dance floor full. People be dancing straight away. If the songs didn't work, we chucked them. Every week we rehearsed and we're look, listening to the radio all the time, turning songs, picking all the dance stuff that really worked, you know. Yeah. Um, and we fine-tuned it to, and we kept all the good stuff and we got rid of, you know, listen to the modern stuff. If it worked, kept it. If it didn't work, chucked it. Um, changed singers over a period of time and everything. Um, only trouble with the dance music was that not so much demanding on the guitar, you know. My, my guitar playing skills went down over that period. Really? We were well, just, you, just chords, just It's just chords. chords. You do one solo for eight bars a night if you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> because the singers took the limelight. That's right. Which is fine. I, I love singers, don't get me wrong, but... <laughs> yeah, I think, I think with bands like that, I, I think it's more of the actual being on stage and playing rather than... Well, yeah, shredding and doing solos and stuff like yeah, that. No, it's, it's, with those sort of it's, bands, it's, it's just getting the people up and dancing, yeah. basically. You know? But you but, still got to sing well and you got well, to perform right. well. You and know? that's what I was going to say. You got to be solid, right? Yeah, yeah. Still, even if you're doing chords, you still got to be solid. It was good having be... the brothers, though, because they the bass and drums, they synced in really good. They had the dynamics. Oh, yeah, they were really good. And and um, occasionally we'd go out of sequence with the, with the click track. Yep. So the drummer would just pull it. So all of a sudden, there's no strings, no horns, no nothing. Just yep. the bass, guitar, and drums. And you occasionally, gotta do what you gotta do. and the singers. And occasionally, we'd well, we'd pull it halfway through the song, and we'd finish the song. People would be clapping. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured, oh, we did well. <laughs> well, there you go. Some yeah. things go unnoticed to the yeah. general public. Yeah, true. Well, that that was a dance era anyway, and I loved. It was good fun doing it. Regular work, which was good to have. And that that was very important to you. Your regular work. Well, yeah. You know? Well, I've always had part time jobs keeping me, you know, in. Yeah. And the music was always up front, and that was my main thing. And I was always, during that period too. I was still playing every brother-in-law Cole, doing some country western gigs. Yep. Um, classical had gone way to the side. I can't even play classical anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but then. Um, the dance music sort of, we fizzled out the band after about 10 years and then uh, uh, I just thought, oh, okay, I've hit retirement. Nothing much is happening. 
when um, and I got a full time job, started working full time basically, and I got a phone call from an old friend of a friend. Jim Mateus, who's a guitar maker just down Is the a, road, a, actually. A, a mutual friend of ours? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, you know him well, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, one Tuesday morning, he called me at work saying, Chris, what are you doing Friday night? <laughs> um, and I'd jammed with Jim once in about the 10 years or whatever. Or, um, and he said, look, we'll do a friend of ours, Al, a percussionist, Al yep. Lethleen, um, managed to score. Great, great percussionist, by oh, the way. bloody brilliant, Al. <laughs> good drummer, too. Yeah, good. <laughs> Al had had an agent call him up and said, oh, Chris, oh, no, Al, um, I've got a gig in a, in a, we need a Latin band. Do you have a Latin band? Quick thinking Al said yes, not that he had one. <laughs> you always say yes to those things. Yeah. And the agent challenge? must have twigged. Well, the agent said, well, what's the name of the band? And apparently I think he'd been, there was an ad on running for, uh, let, what was it called? Latino Pastor or something, or Latino Heat. Some sort of ad was on telly. And Al must have twigged and he just said the name, you know, Latino Heat or something. <laughs> I think that was what it was. <laughs> and he got the gig for the Friday and then he phoned Jim up and said, he need a guitarist. And then Jim thought about it and, and thought, oh, I need a guitarist. So he called me. So um, during the process, uh, I sort of said, Jim, I haven't done much. I, I'd learned to play bosses and stuff when I'm at travels um, in I spent a fair bit of time in France and, and a lot of the French players played bosses and stuff. And, yep. um, I could do the bossa and sambas. I knew them, but the rumbas I didn't know. Yep. Um, and bolero was sort of easy to pick up anyway. Yeah. So um, Jim sort of said, look, these are the tunes. And I met up with him that Tuesday night straight after work. I said, Jim, give me the music. I need at least one night um, to chew on it. And then the Thursday night we rehearsed with Al and Jim. Um, yep. Did the gig Friday night. They loved the venue, loved us so much. They booked us for the whole summer season. Right. So we're doing all Latin stuff. To so you got a bit of residency. Yeah, we did. We, uh, and that's um, after that period. You didn't play there, did you? No, no, I came later on that, in, yeah, in, the, yeah. in the picture when when Jim when Jim couldn't do it. That's right. Because so, yeah, we did a few things over the, a year or two or three, um, and then we got a residency in in um, in South Yarra. That's right. You uh, were saying the Como Hotel. I was at the Como Hotel. And that's that when been, you came in, I think. No, no, no. It was before that. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. You guys got a residency at the Gypsy Bar, I think, Brunswick Street. Oh, Victoria. that's right. We were playing at, yeah, in Brunswick Street. for court. And then I think Jim said to me, I'll come and watch us. And I came, I think, one night to oh, watch okay. you guys. Okay. But then fast forward a few years. Yep. Um, I had just did my stint in Spain. I'd lived in Spain. Ah. And I'd just come back a few I think it was a few months later that I got a call from Jim saying, look, you know, um, okay. I, I can't do the, this group anymore. You know, yep. do you want to... Well, Jim was busy building guitars and stuff. That's and right. He was actually starting up, I think, then, yeah, or he was... Yeah. He'd in, been doing in, it for a while, but yeah, he was starting to pick up, which was good for him. That's so. right. Um, very good guitar maker. He's made some beautiful knowledge. Oh, yeah, he's, he's very good. He's very <laughs> good. Um, and then... Yeah, so I think the, you took over Jim's I role. I took over basically. Jim's role, and, we, and Al in. threw you in left, right, and centre. I think he did. Al threw gave me you in. minimal notice. Al threw me. <laughs> if in. I remember. Uh, I remember coming in to audition for you guys. And, <laughs> you did um, well, man. <laughs> really and I, well. I, I, I remember. Uh, you know, Jim goes, "Oh, look, the guys are yeah. great guys." Um, he goes, "You'll fit in well." He, he goes, right. oh, they're playing standard stuff, you know, yeah. which is bosses, yep. chachas and rumbas and stuff like that. He goes, you'll, you'll fit in quite well. He goes, yeah. oh, I can't do it. Um, but look, I, I've told him about you yeah, and go in and, and, you know, 
Yeah, Have we called you back some? before you even got home, I think. <laughs> well, that's for the, for the audition, <laughs> that's right. From the audition. <laughs> but I remember, um, I, I remember him saying, look, mm. you're, you're pretty good at winging. There's a lot of improv, you yeah. know? Well, Savoir was just a purely instrumental Latin yeah, trio. that's right. So if you play a melody of a popular tune, the melody lasts maybe, what, 30 mm. seconds or 40 seconds? Correct. What are you going to do then? Exactly. So... Um, <laughs> That and, was and good I, for me too because after doing all the all the dance music, uh, coming stepping into this was air. great. It was like yes, get your chops happening. Like yeah, well, well, that, that was the thing. And and Jim goes, "There's a lot of improv." I go, "Oh well, that's good because I love improv, right?" Oh, it was so, perfect. Yeah. And I uh, and he goes, "Oh look, you know, give Al a call, and um, you know, arrange it and stuff like that." And I gave him a call, and I think it was a, a couple of days later. Mm-hmm. And then and then I think I, I think I came to your house. It was your house that we oh, had. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, we started playing and stuff like that. Oh, and you started in well. You fit yeah. in really well. And you, you'd done your homework to the tell, so, <laughs> yeah, well, which is really good. Well, Jim goes, here's a couple of songs, you know, this is what they play. Yeah. So, you know, I had a couple of days to, you know. You only had a couple of days too to get the whole, before you were gigging. Was, no, that, that was before, the, that was, this was before the actual, yeah. um, the audition for you guys. He oh, goes, oh. here's a couple of songs and that's what we played at the audition, right? Oh, okay, okay. And then what happened was on my drive home, I got a call from Al. He goes, he just, <laughs> that's just start. Right. He goes, we want you and that's it. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, here's our repertoire. Get it done. Um, we need, we, we, we've got a gig this Saturday and that was on a Wednesday. Oh, he was shorter notice. <laughs> he goes, yeah, this, <laughs> this is our repertoire. <laughs> he, and he gave me on a mini disc, I remember. Oh, okay, yeah. And I went and I grabbed it from him and he goes, oh, yeah, this is the repertoire. And yeah. there's like 40 songs on this mini disc. <laughs> I goes, oh, and here's the charts as well. <laughs> I go, okay. And he goes, Where, where's, you know, I go, Where, where's, where's this gig? He goes, it's going to be in St Kilda, right? It's yeah. a St Kilda town. That was our first gig, I remember. Oh, okay. okay. I remember because I was quite nervous. Uh-huh. And um, he goes, oh, this is the repertoire. We're doing three 40-minute sets, you know, yeah. but it's all right, you know. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you'll be fine. You've got two nights to get it together. <laughs> yeah. Some of them were quite familiar, but some of them were, were quite yeah. new for oh, me, you know. Yeah. Well, so I'm there hours and hours like, by by Saturday, it's like the four, forty pieces yeah, done, well, <laughs> you know. Not that you we had, played all of them. You had the same initiation as, or not quite the same as initiation as me, but uh, yeah. Well, but you were was, doing the melodies, which was even harder. Yeah, so, so it was it was as well it was as a, backing. <laughs> it was a quite um, eye-opening experience because it was a style of music that I was familiar with, but I didn't play play. You know, like mm. you know the bosses and the sambas. You need a quite quite a, 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 a quite a flavor for that. You know. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to play and I'm just going to follow charts. I'm not going to do too much. You did really good and you slotted in so quickly, yeah. which was good. But so. because there was a lot of improv too and that saved me. Yeah. So you do the, you know how we do the AMB, the head, go through and yep. then just yeah. go for it. And yeah. that's when you start shredding, you know. So, so That's the most fun part of Savoir. And that was a fun. And, that, and, and, and that's why to this day I say to everyone, I go, some of the best gigs that I've done is with Savoir. Yeah, well, same here. You know, and, and we've, had a, we've had quite a good... Oh, we did some. Br- oh, I loved when you had that residency in the casino and in, in the Fidel's cigar yeah. bar. Yeah, and at the, at the Crown. Yeah. I remember. I remember walking in there. We did a few gigs in Crown around the place, yeah. but Fidel's. I remember our first gig there when we walked in. As soon as we walked in, the leather couches, dark yeah. lit, lovely decorated. There were three settings, four settings, I think, of That's leather right. couches. There was no food there. It was just cigars and and high and, rollers and drink. Uh-huh. High rollers, and but when I walked in, I thought this is perfect. Yeah, 
And they loved us. And we had we were there for almost close on two years almost. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were late gigs though. Very late starts. Late gigs. Yeah. We Thursday, at 11, go till 2 or Thursday something like that. Night. Oh, I had Thursday to go night. work in the morning too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was good that. That actually um, was good for my playing. And even the other residencies. Any residency is good for your playing because you gig fit. Regular work just gets your chops going and your yeah. fingers working, your head working, improvisation right. happening. And, and that's one of the best things that I, that I love about the guitar is is you play something that people recognise. They go, oh, yeah, I know that tune. Yeah. And then you take off and do your own stuff over the tune. And that's, that's the beauty. And people see that. You know, they hear that. They, they probably don't know mm. it technically or not, but, but they listen. It's something, something's good here, you know. <laughs> um, but you're right. The, the guitar has that ability to, you know, to make things sound oh, a bit lovely. different, it's... you know. Um, I, think, I think with us as well, we, we gelled quite quickly. What was you would you just slotted in like a, like a glove on, on a hand. But I, th- I think also also is that we're different style of guitarists. So yeah, in, we we contrast it a colour. little bit. Yeah, yeah. so we, we, which adds yeah. colour. And then the and I'm more the bosser type. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think an Al being Al. Oh, he just he was brilliant. What he, he was did. brilliant, and he was he was just a metronome, and he knew yeah. what sounds made what. You oh, know? he did. He um, knew the bosses to the boleros, to the cha chas, to the rumbas. He had a and he'd colour it for his, yeah, which was and really he nice, had that authentic chorus. sound, you know. Yeah, he was brilliant. Um, and and then you know when when he couldn't do it in, mm-hmm. anymore, obviously Raj came in, and Raj yeah. came in when I was over, overseas. And oh, okay, you had Owen, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, Owen, Owen um, Thompson. Yeah, classical, classically yeah. trained guitarist. That's right. Um, we got him into it, and he yeah. sunk his teeth into improvisation, That's which he hadn't right. done before. That's got right. Got him hooked. <laughs> And then I would do gigs at... And then you came back. I came back. Thank heavens. Yeah. Oh, no, Owen was good fun, but it was nice to have you back. Yeah. But you I was filling for a while. Though. I was a filling, yeah. yeah and I actually, um, I, I filled in for you with Owen as well. Yeah, yeah. Different dynamics. Yeah. Very, Owen's very academic, very, Yes, you know. he is. He is, actually. You can um, hear it in his plan. Great but player. He, but he great loosened player. up, though, with Raj and I. Um, yeah, I was going to say, Raj... Great, great percussionist. Awesome feel, awesome mm. dynamics, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's all on feel, as we know. Yeah, yeah. You know? He just plays by feel. Yeah. That's the Indian style, they, I reckon, yeah. coming out there. And, then, and, and that's what I liked about Raj, too. He was like, mm. he listens and he'll, yes. if he's, we're jumping on a, on a journey, he's like, yeah, let's he'll, go. He'll bang. jump on there straight away and follow. Yeah. <laughs> he's but very awesome. good at doing that. Yeah. And we still play with him to this day. So <laughs> it's, it's great to have him. But I think that that transition when Al left and Raj came in because I actually came in and you guys were already gigging. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was a, di- it was a different dynamic, you know. Like mm. both Raj and Al are great, but they're just different. Oh, yeah, they're you know? two different feels, yeah. But, but uh, you know. No, it was good. good it, was, it, was a, it was a great experience for me too. But getting back to, to you and everything <laughs> like that, like you, you I suppose, yeah. what, you know, what was the inspiration you getting into Latin style more so of, of maybe artists or well, the, Latin, the music, you Latin know. Latin grew on me. A, a, and I guess because there were so many different styles of Latin. It's not just like rock and roll. Yeah. Um, well, rock's got a lot of styles too, I should say. But but I I think it was probably more the improvisational factors of Latin tunes. that, got, And it was the, also the fact that I'm using my right-hand fingers, mm. which I sort of converted years and years ago from the classical. When yep. I said... I wanted to get off the pick and everything and just use the fingers, both, you know. And the Latin fitted perfectly for that, which was great. 
and even the like the old jazz tunes like um the Django Reinhardt stuff with I play in nowadays I play I'm in a few bands like like Savoir pretty much folded up a, yeah and um but I know that I'm happy to do a gig with you anytime although you know you can quickly get back up <laughs> well, yeah, because we, we, we know we know the the, the, the repertoire yeah, well, we know how each Holly, other very well Holly, so Holly Brick is a brilliant bass yeah, player brilliant brilliant with Raju Sharma and yeah. yourself Valentino you know, we get a gig that you know, oh we can jump in and long. do a gig <laughs> today if they want. So. That was an excellent uh, quartet because oh, we, we grew from a trio to a quartet basically. That's right. You know, and um, we used to do a lot of duo gigs as well. I mean, well, heaps duo gigs yeah, yeah over the years. But I, and, and I think you know, but, this is the thing where you you yeah. want to try other projects and other sort of styles as well. So yeah. what what are you doing now, Chris? Well, I ventured it. Well, I've sort of. I've I've spread myself a fair bit nowadays. I'm actually in five bands now. Jeez, um, I'm I could have retired a year ago, by the way. But <laughs> and you I'm working full time you, still, actually. But uh, well, <laughs> got a full time job and got to do what you got to. But, but you never retire from music, that's for sure. Sorry, you oh, never retire from music. Well, I love the music and I love playing music, and um, I'm never I'm never going to stop playing. It's but I figured trouble with most musicians is they love playing, but they never seem to get any gigs. Mm. That's the biggest. There's only a few musicians like yourself. You're good at getting gigs, and um, and a few other people I know that, that are really good at getting gigs, and so they do get the work. And then, but most musicians are happy to rehearse, but it's very hard for them to get work. Yeah. So what I figured I'd just do, I just started spreading my wings, and um, I joined a change styles completely. I, I auditioned for a. I got an email actually. Um, I put myself on one of the websites and said I do Latin and I do Celtic. And after about a year and a half, I got a response from a Brendan Smith um, who gave me some tunes, said, come on, audition. The mandolin, violin, they needed the guitarist. No singing, instrumental stuff, but the jigs, reels, hornpipes, all the yep. Irish Celtic yep. tunes, basically. Um, so I auditioned for them. They loved it. And I've been playing with them now for the last, what, two, three years. During that process, uh, my old mate Larry returned. He nicked off to Perth, went to Sydney, 30 years later, he comes back, <laughs> look after the parents. Yep. Um, then he got in touch and then we started jamming and we gelled, well, we gelled before. So, and then I said, let's do, let's, let's do some stuff, you know? So we started doing, I tried to gear him into a bit of Latin, but he was gearing me into the rock. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I think he won. Yeah, oh, we still do some of the Santana tunes. Oh, okay. a couple of That's a happy medium. Yeah. I'd love to do some of the boleros and stuff and the bosses, but I, I think I'll be pushing my limits with Larry. <laughs> but he's Larry's got, a great, great guitarist. Oh, he's so. very good. But, and he's got onto bazooki now. We're yeah. doing some of the old Jimi Hendrix and, and um, Stevie Wonder, Pink Floyd. Oh, nice. Um, tunes. No singing. It's instrumental once again. And improvisation once again. There's still improvisation. Most of the bands are... The only, only thing with, I don't do improvisation, improvisation on is the Irish stuff. Okay. Why is that? Um, well, it's set melodies and they, you just don't improvise. You can improvise around the melody a bit, okay. but you still stick to the melody. And yeah, That's a good question. Mm. I can't really answer that. Um, I suppose it's just the way, the way it is, the way you, you, when you yeah, play, well, maybe it doesn't I fit. Just do the, I just I have tried and I can muck around over it, but it doesn't seem to work that well. Mm. So just play the head 
and you do harmonies and stuff, and I'll do the backing or I'll jump between and stuff. But yeah, that's one style of music that, music that doesn't sort of. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite. You got your set thing, A, B, or whatever, and that's yeah, it. No, no pretty improv. much. <laughs> a lot of repertoire. That'll be and hard for you. Another band, I've got, <laughs> another band is, is, which I've been doing now with uh, Janice, I mentioned earlier. She does the Latin stuff, which is nice, as well yeah. as some of the jazz stuff. And she actually. Janice Alexander, she sings uh, in, Braz- uh, in Portuguese. Portuguese. She does some French, some Spanish, as well as English. We do the bosses, the sambas, the boleros, same as the Vores repertoire, all that yep. stuff. Different keys, though, for singing, of yep. course, um, and extra tunes. Um, she's, and she improvises as well, does the bosses and everything. Well, she's, she's very yep. talented, actually. And, and that um, can be quite handy. Yeah, well, it's good. It can it's be quite handy. Um, well, there's more work with Janice because she sings. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, the average person wants to hear a singer. Yeah. You say, get a band, they think singers straight away. They don't think instrumentalists. Pretty rare, you know. Um, um, actually, I beg to differ for some things because um, maybe as we used to do, we used to do a lot of corporates, remember? Yeah, we And did, they used actually. to want like just the background yeah, music yeah. and they didn't want any singers, remember? Yeah, but like, that doesn't seem to happen nowadays It doesn't so happen. Much. No, you know, it doesn't. But back in the day, we that's that was our bread and butter. Yeah, we did a lot. We did a hell of a lot of corporate stuff, corporates. didn't we? And that was just going there... It was like a paid rehearsal. You go in there, just do, do, yeah. do your thing, and that's it. We don't oh, want it yeah. too loud. I mean, no. You know, but I mean, it, always, it was always well received. Well, yeah. You know? But I think back then there was more flavor in the, in the, um, in the atmosphere for Latin type music. Mm. Back then, it seems to have thinned out a bit, I reckon. I think just it's thinned out generally in music. I think maybe a little bit, yeah. maybe after all the COVID crap and stuff. Yeah. So, but I think back then, I think yeah. we we used to set the set the scene. You know, the ambience. Well, it was perfect. It really did do really good. And we did some really good. We did some really good gigs. You know, um, heaps. We did a couple of high profile gigs. You know, with the Formula One and yep. everything like yeah. that. I remember we yeah. did a gig. Was it um, was it the Blue Velvet? Up on the thirtieth oh, yeah. floor of the AMP building or something like that in Melbourne. That's a lovely, yeah. I mean, we thought it was just oh, going to be a standard yeah. gig, and we ended up it was actually a, like a proper show, you know. Yeah, and that was that was a nice gig. It was, wasn't it? The RACV Club too. We played the RACV Club, yeah. And, we and they were all they were all corporates. They were Melbourne all Melbourne Club, the Australia the, Club. That's right. Parliament House. Yeah, we did done. a lot. Um, the NGV upstairs and there. We've done that's gigs. That's right. Um, We've gigged all around. Yeah, we, we did <laughs> a lot. There's been heaps of gigs over and, the years. And then we did a lot of wineries as well. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did weddings as well. Yeah. Pretty little drinks and stuff. And then well, Janice is good like that because – or you don't get weddings and stuff, but she has got the gift of the gab to get gigs. And that's very important these days. And that days. helps, yeah. Very important. So that's um, that's uh, Janice Alexander and co. And Raj is involved with that too. That's so it. we do duo or trio and bring in Raj. Yeah. Um, and the other band I'm in too, so <laughs> – yeah. So you're quite busy. Um, is is a work band for work? Oh, okay. A few. Oh, and I play bass on them. I don't play guitar. They oh, do all the old rock stuff. You know, really old rock, seventies rock, eighties rock. Um, but you play a lot of bass as well. You record bass for your own. Yeah, I do like stuff, the bass. So. It's yeah. Nice. Well, I didn't really. I, the rock stuff I don't mind doing on, with Larry on nylon string. Mm. But I couldn't be bothered getting. I haven't got an electric rig anymore. I sold all my electric stuff from years ago, and I yep. don't even have any of the foot pedals for that anymore. Mm. I figured, ah, and the boys were at work, knew I played, and there was a singer and a, and a drummer. So we got together, and not that we'd been doing much uh, since the last six months, has been pretty much nothing, and during COVID too. Yeah. Um, but it was good fun playing bass with them. And the, the fifth band I'm in is over the last six months, I thought it's about time I did a solo thing. 
So I actually worked up my solo repertoire using all the Latin stuff and yep. a few of the jazz and a little bit of the reggae yep. and a little bit of the Pink Floyd stuff, a mixture nice. of all that. And I lashed out and bought myself a, a, a drum machine foot pedal. Um, I used to, I was using loop pedals to start with and yep. copying loops, as you are well aware, yep. um, which was handy to give me some backing. But um, with the uh, Beat Buddy... It actually was really handy because it was much more natural sound mm. um, and you could put in fills with the foot pedal. It's just a little stomp box, you know. Yep. Um, and you could download Latin, jazz, rock, reggae. They were set though, presets. You can't change them. But there was enough colour there for me to be able to do some and make loops. Yep. So um, I've worked them and... and um, and you just play over it, yeah? Yeah, I can do loops now with put a bit of backing down the guitar and then do the melodies, the standard melodies and, and improvisation. Um, but I haven't had many gigs in doing that yet, though, which yeah. I hate to say. But uh, Look, uh, I think uh, I think you're probably probably going to get more gigs. As, well, hopefully with, with as, COVID sort of becoming yeah. weaker, although it's spreading quicker. But <laughs> yeah. I, but I think with a lot of there's a lot of musicians out there just doing it on their own with loop pedals. Yeah, well, it seems to be more common, isn't it? Yeah. It's much more I mean, common. I've, I've started and it. You do a lot of it, yeah. Yeah, and then mind you, I do flamenco with loop, so, yeah, and I've tried it, and, and it's it's quite challenging, but it, it, sound, it sounds okay. I mean, if you're there by yourself and it just gives you a bit of a... Bit of backing, you know, so, yeah, you know. some solid, solid solidity just, just there. Just playing all the time, you yeah. know. Gives a bit different colour. Yeah, basically. yeah. But um, I, th- yeah. I, th- I think I think people have been doing it for ages and, and it yeah. works, you know. Oh, there's depending some really good where you, where you're doing they do it. some brilliant stuff. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm so. doing very basic. I'll just put the – use a drum machine, put a backing track and, and then do a melody and improvise over yeah, that. Sometimes couple, if I'm really keen, I'll record the melody on the loop. Yeah, do a harmony. And do a harmony, but uh, so maybe what, just a couple of bars, and then just go in for it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's good fun though. That, yeah. Well, they're the five projects I've got going basically. Um, well, Keeping quite busy, and and plus working you're working full time. <laughs> yeah, well, I've actually got into. Well, I've gone to work and put it to the manager to go part time. Ah, okay. Uh, they're looking for another staff member for me. So ah. hopefully in about a month or two, I'll be just working three days a week. Nice. Um, for about two or three years, and then I'll retire completely or earlier. And, then do, and then do music full time. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> retire from one and get, go into another one. <laughs> if I can get the music happening all the time, I'll quit the day job straight away. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, wouldn't we all? We all like, we'd all love to have that sort of lifestyle, yeah. but it is, a bit, it is a bit hard. But, but I think the passion and the obsession, I think. Well, it's the passion and, and it's an obsession, but. Music's playing any instrument, you know. If you've got a love for it, it's the best thing you can do. It just I holds agree. you together. I agree. It's and and when you play, the other thing I, I was thinking about is that um, you play a song that you've known for years, and you you'll play that for years and years. Not necessarily every day, but some people I've noticed when they go, "Oh no, I've got to play this song again." And, and I think people with that attitude have got a wrong attitude to music. Yeah, they're not taking right. it right. They've got to know that when you play that song, you've it's like being reborn again. You've got you mm. take that song on like fresh, like it's brand new. Like, but the beauty of it is you know how to play it, and, and you, then you just get and you just need to soak into it. Like a, it's a bit like doing a meditation or something. Or, or that's a good way of putting it actually. But that's what I do when I play, and and th- there's no. Egos, music and ego seem to be a big problem I've noticed over the years. I agree. Um, I've I've (laughs) had a lot of musicians when I thought, no, I can't play with, I can't play with these musicians. Yeah, I've been in the same situation. Yeah, but but when you find musicians that are into the music purely for the music, then there's no problem. Purely for the love of it. Yeah, well, they're playing it for the music and if it's a slow song, they'll get that mood feeling. If it's a fast 
tempo, they'll pick it in, yeah. and, um, but they gel really well. And that's the Correct. difference yep. between a musician that is a real musician and a musician that's just there to show and, and make whatever he can or yep. ego takes yeah. over, whatever. But I think I think you're very right um, and we've, we've had a lot of years' experience and a yeah. lot of musicians, right? <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think even, even – when you play to a crowd, they can see that too. It's like if you're playing it with love and you're yeah. playing it, you're projecting that energy. Oh, they'll get into it. They, they, um, you they know? pick up on it. Savoy was very, very known oh, yeah, for that. Was, well, that's projecting. what we did. All, yeah. all four I mean, <laughs> we, used do, we used to do the Paran Market, remember? Ah, oh, they're clapping. They'd yeah. love it. <laughs> you, you get people walking past and clapping. It's like, well, yeah. we're doing something right. You yeah. Know? <laughs> but it was all about um, playing because you wanted to play. You're yes. playing with, and, and, and you're playing with the people that you want to play. Yeah. You know, you're playing with, with, with good musicians, Good mates, you know, and and that combination is is hard to find sometimes. But once you find it, it magic happens. You know, yeah, that's that's a very good point. But um, I, I, look, I I enjoyed my time with with Savoy. And oh, hopefully we can I do it again. Well, we can do a reunion or something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, but, if you um, need me for a duo, I'm I'm there. Uh, likewise, <laughs> if I spot likewise, one, I'll be calling you. <laughs> likewise, um, but I, I think I, I think. You know, it's been it's been a, a pleasure, you know, playing with you and, and knowing oh. you for all these years. So, Ditto, Val, um, too. It's been it's been a, a, a learning experience for me as well because you're a master of chords, right? Ah, uh, well, you've taken you that know. over. You've taught me a fair bit. I've been watching some of the chord structures you do. Uh, it's a, Where well, do they come from? I've had a good mentor, mate. So, um, <laughs> well, you're teaching me what I didn't know, <laughs> and that's the beauty, isn't it? Like you, 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 when you get to know a musician and you get to learn and transfer yeah. these ideas and knowledge oh, and yeah it's that's where that's where magic happens too well, you've been a big influence of my playing i i i've got a more i've noticed my uh, i'm not a flamenco guitarist but i can hear a little bit of flamenco pop out every now and then i've not rubbed fully, off i've rubbed yeah, off on you because <laughs> well, i listen likewise. and go oh what's that oh oh that must be a val influence <laughs> but I, I, and I'll, I'll tell you an example like when i started playing the bosses it was really really like no flow it was like um, I noticed you grow on the bosses. Oh, you and, and then I used to listen to you, let it ring out. You know, you do, you let it ring, you let it, you know, like you let it absorb, stuff. let it breathe. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I learned from you. You know, you, ah. you let these bosses and the summers, you let them breathe a little bit. You they took it on breathe, really well. You, oh, you picked them up real quick. And, and <laughs> otherwise, I'm not a, I'm not a boss like a guitarist. Yeah, I'm not can, a, you can do it really nicely. Guitarist, but I'll copper mature on that, Val. But, you know, that's I've got you to thank there, you know. There's there's always, you learn something from everyone, you know. And I think that... Well, that's that, one good thing about music is it's not like as soon as you learn how to play the instrument, that's it. I'm still learning now. I've been, uh, aren't we been all? playing since, aren't we all? since 15. I'm bloody, I'm almost 67 now. So, and I'm still learning. <laughs> You're always going to learn. It's, it's, well, that's, that's good. That's a good thing, I think. Yeah. That's one, one of the good things about playing music, you know. It keeps us sane as well. Oh, yeah. Even though it stresses you out. Sometimes it can, it can, <laughs> can stress you out, but it keeps you saying it keeps you oh, yeah, going I, on that, you know, that keeps it the does. mind going. It does. You know? I'd, without um, playing, I wouldn't feel normal. You know? I've got I've, to pick up the guitar every day at least, even for 20 minutes, half an oh, hour. Look, if you can do that, still pick it up. You're, you're, you're doing good. After I've eaten, if I'm watching the news, I'll still, or, the, or the box for, for half an hour, yep. and I'll just still doodling. pick it up and I'll doodle and doodle yeah. just to get the fingers moving and I feel yeah. better after doing that. Oh, <laughs> And so you should. You yeah. know, you've, you, you've got your axe in your hands. You've got, yeah. the, you know. So yeah, I shouldn't have to go to work, should I? Yeah, oh, we all think of that. We all think that. We all I mean, that. work should be being a musician. Oh, <laughs> That'll mate, be nice. Mate, <clears throat> I, I agree. I agree. 
Um, well, well, we'll wrap it up there, Chris. Thank oh, you so much for um, coming on the first episode of Stoke Accord. Pleasure. Um, pleasure is uh, all mine. <laughs> it's, it's, the pleasure is all mine, actually. Um, let's have a bit of a drink. We'll do a cheers. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do a cheers and we'll... Um... <laughs> Thanks once again. And good luck. Yeah. A shout-out to... Um, to yesteryear and and, yeah. and the the great place that we got here for the, for the podcast and <laughs> um, you know you can subscribe and like and do everything and a big big thanks to Roland on sound and Sierra on video and um, we'll um, you know and oh, also these cakes as well they're from uh, Eclipse. oh okay dot com ah. so um, yeah if anyone wants any cakes or anything based in Melbourne yeah and once again thank you very much Chris thank you and stay tuned for a jam as well.
hope you enjoyed the Striker Chord podcast. Be sure to visit valentinoflamenco.com to access more podcast episodes, news, and other projects that I'm currently working on. Thanks for listening and watching.